Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last Friday, a new bar opened on Cherokee Street. That's not generally big news. The street has many eating and drinking establishments favored by the young and artsy. And it's also had its share of turnover. But this newest bar, called Open Concept, is different for two big reasons. One, the person who opened it is an elected city official. It's recorder of deeds, Michael Butler. And two, it charges patrons not by the drink, but by the hour. And that's earned it some national publicity. The new bar in St. Louis, they don't charge you for drinks. They charge you by the hour. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a gag. It is it's $10 per hour to get access to the to, to, to the bar where you get beer, wine, and premium liquor. Ooh, that's all that stuff. Okay. That's Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki on ABC earlier this morning. And that's not local ABC. That's national ABC. So joining us to talk about this new establishment that's become the talk of the nation is Michael Butler. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. And for those of you listening, if you have a question for this new bar owner, Uh you can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at stlpublicradio.org or talk at stlpublicradio.org. So, Michael Butler, a bar where you pay by the hour, what could possibly go wrong with that, this idea? That was a headline from a, uh, from another national news source that got some of the, the, the things wrong. Um, and uh, so we haven't had any problems at all. We've had, we had three soft opening weekends, uh, and then we also we just launched, of course, this Friday. 95% of our customers govern themselves uh, accordingly. I mean, our price point is right to where if you get one drink anywhere else, including at the baseball game, then you're, you're covered for an hour with us. Um, one beer at a baseball game is going to cost about as much as an hour on some of our days. Yeah. Um, I mean, this certainly is a bargain. And I think that's kind of what has some people scared is they're thinking, man, people are going to come there. They're going to pre-party and they're going to slam four drinks. We li- but also, we literally had folks that come to the door and said, we came to, uh, during the soft open especially, like, we came to find out what the catch is. Like, mm-hmm. we've got, all of our friends have been talking about it and we're the two that came to said, we're going to try it and tell you about it. And he said, we couldn't find out. There is no catch. This is an amazing place. So we don't serve real liquor. We only serve premium liquor and above. Right now, our vodka that we serve in all of our drinks is Pearl Vodka, which is a St. Louis brand. That's right. We serve Ezra Brooks, a St. Louis brand for whiskey. Uh, we also, for, uh, for our gin, we're using uh, Seagram's Gin. And for our tequila, we have a Luna Azul tequila that is uh, distributed by Southern Glazer. So we are... We're, 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 we'd like to do a lot of local stuff. Uh, we have Budweiser beer. We've got Four Hands uh, coming today. We're, 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 so we're, there's no catch. There really isn't a catch You're delivering at all. a good product, you're saying. Yes. But I guess, like, okay, as a mom, what worries me about this is for $10 an hour, are people just going to come in here and get wasted? They're not. Uh, our bartender, one of our new bartenders this week said that, and they, she said, I, everybody's just calm and chill. Like that, they, no, not, like I said, ninety five percent of our customers do not do that. Interesting. Um, they govern themselves. That five percent that 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 goes a little overboard. That's gonna push our average to three or four drinks uh, in one hour. Um, we serve them Pedialyte. We we uh, when they when they ha- when we feel like they're uh, visibly intoxicated. And well, well, so pe- I mean, look, Pedialyte. It might help with hangovers. I know the science is debatable, but it's not going to sober somebody up. It it helps out. Uh, and but what it does is it, it's a it's a a, a very 
complimentary way to let someone know that hey we have to stop serving you and uh, we, 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 we here's something legally, without booze in exactly, it exactly we're legally required to stop serving you and that's just five percent of our customers all, all those customers love it I mean we care about our customers a lot we care about Cherokee Street we care about the reputation of our company and about Cherokee Street we want to make sure that we're making a safe environment and we, we have an absolutely safe environment for everyone did you have to carefully sort of investigate the liability on this absolutely just, okay absolutely my um, I have a great attorney her name is Karen Pope Butler. Um, I talked to her. The uh, last name is interesting. That's my is mother. That, that's your mom. Okay. <laughs> so uh, of, with having an attorney as a mom, I, I pitched this to her and quite a few other attorneys who who gave me the go ahead. Um, also, we have insurance. We had to we had to pass an insurance process. We had to go through underwriters, and uh, we're we're within our legal rights. We're doing we're doing fine. Other bars do open bars. They just don't do it the way we do. Yeah. We're using technology and selling an open bar per hour. Tell me about how this technology works. Yes, yeah, sure. So it's very simple. It's not as it's, it's it's more simple than folks think. All, when you come to our uh, our bar, unlike going to the to the bar and buying a drink, you check in at the front. All we take down is your name and your phone number. Uh, you give us you give us that information. We'll send you a text message, let you know that your time has begun. Okay. Uh, then you give your name at the bar every, uh, each time you get a drink, or you can only get one drink at a time. That's a that's a, a, a distinction that uh, most folks uh, want to learn about. Um, and then they'll, our bartenders will tell you your time each time you go to the bar, how much time you have left. Okay. At the end of your hour or your two hours, uh, we'll send you a text message to let you know your time is up. I feel like if you get to 7.55 and you're like, oh, no, my time is up at 8, you might be inclined to just run to the bar and try to get a drink super quick. Like, is that is um, that a problem? It, it's not a problem. It's it's part of the pro- it's, it's, so it's part of the uh, I guess it's part of the model. Mm-hmm. And um, when someone comes with even when someone comes with one minute over, usually we say, hey, we'll give you a drink. That's fine. You, you just you were just one minute over. You might have been waiting for a minute at the bar. OK, that's fine. Um Another, and you're not going to kick them out after that. They just absolutely aren't, not. They aren't getting another drink Correct. until they re up. Correct. Okay. You're absolutely right. Do you have a problem with people drinking and dashing? I mean, you're not, not asking for a credit card up front. I'm gonna, and I hate to. I don't, I'm not going to give the people the trick of the trade on on St. Louis on the air. But some our customers have become pretty savvy about getting that last drink with five minutes left and then hanging out for a little while longer. Okay. So, so far it's Perfectly working. legal. Tell me, how does it work for the bartenders? Because bartenders are used to getting, you know, they're getting $2 a drink, and now all of a sudden people are paying $10. They might have several drinks in that hour. Do they get paid an, an hourly wage that's above? Our, yes. Our, our bartenders are paid $10 per hour plus tips. Okay. Because uh, our customers are not inclined to tip as much. We want we, we, we want our bartenders to take care of us, so we take care of them. Um, it, it does even out as much as for when you work for a regular bar. Our hosts hosts get paid fifteen dollars per hour. Plus, you mentioned I'm an, I'm an elected official. I believe in a living wage. Yeah. I don't, but I, you know, uh, I've sponsored a bill to increase the minimum wage in Jefferson City for three years, and I believe I'm, I'm been pro fifteen dollar minimum wage for years. And it, it would be a little wrong of me not to pay fifteen dollars per hour or more than that when I open a business. So we talked about the potential catch of people drinking too much, the potential catch of, of bartenders not making enough money. You've covered both of those. How are you gonna make money on this thing if you're serving a decent quality of alcohol and people can just, you know, they're timing their drinks. So they're right. paying for one hour and having three. We're 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 uh we are serving great drinks. We're having a great time. Uh, we, we have a great atmosphere in, in the in the building with a bunch of different things you can do as far as board games. We're, we're having fun. So uh, it's not about the money as much as about our customers having fun and enjoying themselves here in, in St. Louis. Now, St. Louis can be a town where politically people can have some pretty sharp elbows. They want to they want to cause problems. And it seems like as a city elected official, you're giving people an easy way yeah. to just kind of mess with you. Like, are you worried somebody's going to come in and try to 
cause problems just because this is going to be potentially a problem for I'm your political career. Absolutely a worry. I'm absolutely worried. But I I never let fear drive me uh, away from doing something. I I I've, I was always taught as a child not to that uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He's given us power. Uh, and I I don't I don't think fear should drive your 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 your, your choices in life. If, if it doesn't, you won't you won't be able to be on St. Louis on the air and switch from a, being the editor of the Riverfront Times and then move over to St. Louis Public Radio and have this amazing career if fear was what you thought about it. You know, day. if our listeners were wondering whether or not Michael Butler is a skilled politician, I think he's just proven he knows exactly how to butter up the host. Um, on that note, though, I, I do want to go to the phone lines. We've got a caller, uh, Maria, calling from St. Louis. Maria, hi, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hello. Hi, Maria. Thanks for joining us. What would you like to uh, yeah. chat with Michael Butler and I about today? Uh, well, I'm just listening to to this concept, and I think from I think from the um, from a mental health perspective, and from dealing with um, you know how you how you want to um, present drinking, especially you know we have a lot of college students uh, in our town and the area, and even even for adults, um, the concept of you know of drinking responsibly is around drinking a certain amount, not more than a certain amount in an evening and not more than a measured drink in one hour. And so when we're teaching um, young people and even anyone of any age how to drink responsibly, I think this is, I think this is not a, a good idea at all. Uh, Maria, thank you for that. Uh, Michael Butler, what would you want to say? I, I'd say I, I understand where the call is coming from. Man. And, I, and I, our text messages that we send when, when – people's time's begun is that please drink responsibly your time has begun um i i don't uh disagree with the customer i, I mean with with a caller i think that our concept is not for everyone it's it's not for folks who um may consider themselves al- alcoholics it's not for that it's and, we, and we're gonna make sure that those folks are are not served or are, st- are stopped and let know hey we we can't have you here at the at the bar i mean we're we're i don't I don't imagine that our bar is going to be the place that is going to uh, be teaching folks how to drink. We are just there to serve, uh, to serve a, a good drink, and to be responsible. Uh, be responsible, uh, I guess, uh, neighbors within Cherokee Street. Maria, thank you for that call. If, if you're listening and you want to join our conversation, we're at three one four three eight two eight two five five. That's three eight two talk. You can also send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Um, on a lighter note, than some of the important issues I think Maria was raising. Um, I understand that one of the drinks served at the bar is described as a secret recipe that you've been making since your dorm room days. Yeah. Not to go back to irresponsible drinking, which I know happens in <laughs> dorm rooms, but what is the loo juice? The loo juice has vodka in it, and uh, I will not do the recipe here, but it has a little vodka and some soda, and uh, it, it, it's, it's been one of our biggest sellers. Uh, I, I hate to use the word seller, but biggest cho- choice drinks within the, uh, within the establishment. It's very tasty. It's very tasty. It's all. It's something that me and some friends made, and I, I imagine now that they're hearing about, it, they're going to want royalties. Um, and <laughs> now that they know you're making yes. money off of it, we yes, we we weren't r- irresponsible with that drink at all, though. In college, I can promise you that we just had some great times, and it rem- and I hope those great times can spread to our customers as well. Um, the cocktails that you're serving, can people come in and order anything? They could get a martini, or are you serving a more limited selection of cocktails? Very good question. Um, it it is a quasi-limited selection. So for our $10 option, we have uh, about six specialty drinks, including
including the loo juice. We have uh, 10 standing cocktails, including lime margarita, whiskey coke, a whiskey sour. Uh, then we have three beer choices and two wine choices uh, for you to, to, to partake in. That's draft beer, draft wine, and then batch cocktails. Okay. For $20 options, you get all of that uh, at $20 per hour, plus some extra beer choices and a lot of straight drinks, about 14 uh, different choices of straight drinks from Glenlivet to Grand Marnier to Patron tequila to Hennessy. So if um, people want to do shots, they are having to pay for that premium. They have to pay that, that, oh, okay. that top shelf. We'll call it, we call that the top shelf option. There and you then go. the premium option is where we use the premium liquor for the $10 option. Okay. Um, you also told one of our producers something that, that kind of surprised me. You said that with this bar, you were hoping to bridge the racial and socioeconomic divide in St. Louis. Yeah. How, how can a bar do that? I, I think so. It's. It's interesting. So there are there are certain things that everybody comes together on that that uh, expands racial divide and expands race and expands uh, gender and expands uh, sexual orientation. That's sports. Definitely, people come together for sports, music, and drinking. I mean, people will drink together no matter. Yeah, and, and, and so I, when when looking for spaces for different events. Um, and trying to find this, and being elected official, you try to find a space that's in the middle. You know about the north and south divide here in the city. You always try to find somewhere that everyone felt comfortable. There aren't very many of those places here in St. Louis. There, are, and and then when you're looking for spaces that, if you go into a space and some of the ones that are named in the in the uh, in the past uh, uh, segment, including the last hotel, which is an amazing space, is very diverse. Yeah, love it. It's definitely drawing a diverse crowd. Yes, there. yes. Yeah. You don't see that everywhere. You, yeah. When you when you go around even to St. Charles or to Maplewood or parts of the city, we're we're really divided, and we want to make sure that we created a, a bar that everyone was welcome, that uh, black gay folks and white gay folks are welcome, that uh, that that African Americans are listening to hip hop, and that folks who, white folks who love hip hop are there, the Asians who love hip hop are there, that we have I'm, I'm sure we'll have DJ Agile sometime uh, uh, sometime in the space. I. Mean, we want a place where everyone feels welcome, and, and that's what Cherokee Street is all about. That's one of the reasons why we chose Cherokee Street. It's you it can is, be yourself. People sort of um, come together at yes. that point. Yes, it's the most. It's one of the most diverse areas in the city. It, some people say the most diverse area in the city, and you can be yourself. And you don't have to. You don't have to wear a suit, but if you want to, you can. You can wear a T-shirt and you fit in with the folks in the suit and everyone's just there having a great time. We're um, hearing from a number of callers that want to discuss this with you. I, I don't know if we'll have happen. time for everybody, but um, we'll see what we can get to. Um, Mark calling from Olivet. Hi, you're on St. Louis on the Air. Hi, how are you guys today? Good. Thank you for joining us. What would you like to talk to Michael Butler about? Well, I just, I've got three quick thoughts and then a question and I'll take my answer off the air. The first thing is I applaud him for coming up with a unique alternative uh, to having a bar. I think the hourly is genius. I personally don't drink, but I, my question for him is, how did he navigate the process of being a city elected official and opening up a bar? Was that difficult? Did, his, did his, uh, the administration give him any trouble for it? You know, what was that like? And um, I think great job. Go, Michael. <laughs> Mark, thank, uh, thank you for that question. You, you've asked a really interesting question there, Michael Butler. Very, thank you, Mark. Uh, uh, it, was, it wasn't as difficult. I, uh, uh, kudos to uh, Mayor Lida Cruson and, and, uh, and the administration for uh, having a process that is thorough, but also uh, very fair. And I, I would say the, the only thing that 
I like to improve about the process is the use of technology. I in our office in the Cordy's office, we're trying we're bringing everything online. We've talked about that before well, between us and. I I would like to see that expand to, to other offices in city To say Hall. the Excise Commission, which handles liquor licenses. Yes. I've heard from many business owners in the city that it is incredibly cumbersome to deal with the city's process. Did you find that in your own experience? I I, um, I wouldn't call it cumbersome because I, I would say I just took an approach where um, I knew I just every day when it's something, I'd say it's just more work. It's just more work. I, I, I tend to be a positive person. And I, I wouldn't call it cumbersome as, as much as it's, it's thorough. And mm-hmm. you have to complete tasks in a certain amount of time, you have to devote time. I will say the difficulty in was that I kept my full-time job at the same time. I was going to ask you that. I mean, you just got elected pretty recently to be this uh, recorder of deeds. You've talked a lot about changes you want to make in that office. How do you possibly also have time to run a bar? I, um, I, 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 I'd ask you to ask my wife that first, and she probably she very upset about never seeing you anymore. Very supportive, uh, not happy about the past week. Uh, We were the original original concept was going to just be a weekend bar, but we realized we wanted to be a real bar and be open every day, and that's been just been very very helpful. Oh wow! So So this is now a seven day a week seven day a week bar. Wow! Um, And we um, we don't open till four p.m. And I have a bar manager that will that that usually handles the bar. I was off yesterday and usually handles the bar up until I get off work, but. I'm working two jobs. I'm working 40 hours a week in, in, in the quarter deeds office and 40 hours a week at the bar. And um, last week it was about 50 to 60 hours at the bar to making sure things went off well. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, are you worried that you're not going to have the energy yeah. you need to devote oh, to no. what's have, a really serious job? No, I, I, spent, I worked 90 hours a week as a state representative. I mean, as a state rep. And that's uh, supposedly Jefferson a part-time City, job. Yes. We, we would go from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. a lot of days. I mean, I've... I've worked uh, extra. I've, when I was in college, I was in four different major organizations. I was the president of one of them, and I was also a student. I mean, this is this is something. I, in, in high school, I was a full time student. And I played. I was a, a three star, uh, you know, a three letter sports athlete. I mean, I, I'm used to doing the extra stuff, and I've, I've realized that about myself. I came home to kind of spend more time with my family and be the recorder of deeds and slow down a little bit. And then I, I do laugh at myself that all of a sudden I had to. You can't I help had, it. Yes. I couldn't. I'm just one of those folks. So, um, I, I, we are going to depend highly on my bar manager. I have a great team on both in both the organizations. I pride myself on being a good coach and a good leader of an organization. We're doing some great things in the recorder deeds office that we're gonna we can launch by the end of the year, and we'll hope to be back to talk about those. Yeah, we'll need to have, have another conversation about that. Amazing team there that has been very supportive. And then in our bar, we have a great team that we have just revamped. We had to staff up this past week and. I'm very excited about what they can do, too. So we did get one more um, question, and it's something that rather than go to the phone line, since we're, we're sort of short on time here, um, Cindy asks, she's wondering if Open Concept is power chair accessible. Do you know the answer to that? I know there's certain dimensions that come with power chairs. That is a great question. I believe it is. Um, I, I, know you, I know it's power chair accessible to come into the space. I'm trying to think how wide our bathroom door is, but I'm pretty mm. sure it is. We have two bathrooms. Okay. And I'm pretty sure one is handy. It, definitely handicap accessible, yes. Okay. It even has the... And if Cindy um, wants more information about that, maybe she can call the bar later today yes. and you'll have an answer for her. Yes, she can. So Thank that, you. Would, that would be great. And you're in the former Melt space, is that correct? I am. So I it's am. one of the bigger Cherokee spaces. Yes, it is. It is. And I think some of the um, some of the other restaurants are ready where they'll be able to fill it up. And uh, we have an homage to Melt. And we are. We're doing very fine with that. We have an homage to Melt within the space. They had some great chalk walls, if you've been there before. And some of the chalk wouldn't come off so we left this kept it. beautiful homage to melt that has a big eye and it's it's beautiful it's just a, a great fun safe space that has an amazing atmosphere and i love the spirit that Mel has kept it in 
Well, on that note, Michael Butler, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank our, you. Our listeners had some questions and you were ready for them. <laughs> so. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.